good morning, good day, good evening, wherever in the world you are. This is David Samuel with another nugget. The fact that how we undervalue ourselves, part one, which I did a while back, is the most listened to of all my podcasts, is an indication that many of us fall into the trap of undervaluing ourselves. I'm a big believer that much of undervaluing ourselves comes from overthinking and believing that other people think more about us than they actually do. Athletes are often very aware of who, who is watching them and get distracted when the reality is, more often than not, the people watching are only vaguely interested and thinking about or discussing other things. We undervalue ourselves when we think others are judging us and zero, zeroing in on all our mistakes, when very often they are equally worried about how we are judging them. A good step forward is to stop overthinking and overestimating how much you feature in other people's thoughts. It is invariably far less than you imagine. Often in a crisis when we really have to act, such as if we saw a kid fall into a swimming pool or someone in other trouble, we immediately go into action without thought and help them and invariably do a very good job. Parents and especially mothers fret over how well they are doing with their kids and forget that young children live in the present and most upset is quickly forgotten and that if the environment is full of love, that is enough, and that kids don't register our imperfections until they get much older, and at this stage we can discuss our actions with them. In areas of life where we are very capable, especially when we get into a flow state, operating on autopilot and love what we're doing, we can accomplish really good things and really great stuff. However, a throwaway comment or criticism by someone else can cause doubt and fear that we are not good enough to creep in. And crazily, sometimes these comments come from people we don't really respect or are not qualified to pass judgment, yet still we take it to heart. If you're not the type of person who can brush off feelings of inadequacy, then become a detective and dig into the facts, asking yourself questions like, are they qualified to pass judgment? Did they mean it or are they just speaking without thought? Do they have an agenda? Is this a typical response from a dickhead? Am I capable of evaluating my own work, actions and standards? The last question is by far the most important. If you know yourself and trust your value and principles, then focus on attaining these standards that you set for yourself and be relaxed that this is valuable. Monitor that you take on board only that which can improve your standards, not to devalue what you've achieved already, but to keep evolving and being better. A common phenomenon I hear from tennis players is that they feel too much pressure. I rare, rarely agree with this, because whenever I've arranged for a younger player to practice with a world-class player, 
their abilities to perform and focus is so zoned in that invariably they play really well, terrified that they will let the star down and give them a bad practice. They set higher standards for themselves in this practice and often they play against the often if they play against a big player on a show court, they equally perform well because of the enormous pressure to not let the crowd down and embarrass themselves. This causes them to really focus. Sometimes the reason that the the reason that they are not big players themselves is that they cannot reproduce this focus and have the discipline on an average day when the pressure is average to not drop their standards and think about how badly they are playing. It can be in the average that we doubt ourselves because we have time to overthink and get into the comparison game that makes us feel bad. It is very difficult to master anything in life and as people we only have the capacity to be really good at a few things. And when we are not good at other things, we undervalue ourselves thinking, how is it that we are so bad at certain things? Consider that this is the beauty of life, because we need to leave space for everyone in the world to master their few things. Because if we were good at almost everything, how much space would there be for others to shine? We are a collaborative species, and therefore it is important that we value ourselves and the things that we do well, and value others for the things that they do well. This is what makes us an amazing species. And if you look at all that man has achieved, it is just phenomenal, and mostly by collaboration. Perfection can only be achieved in odd moments, but the rest of the time, we're working hard to make the imperfect a little less imperfect. If you compare yourself to perfection all the time, you will undervalue yourself because it is impossible to achieve. Thank you and speak again next week. As usual, I hope you truly enjoy it and if you do, please share it with others.